0: everything Medicare Podcast Nation. This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. I'm sincerely wishing that you had a fantastic weekend. I hope you weren't caught up too much in the hysteria of everything that's going on. Um, I thought today would just be appropriate more than anything else to just talk about the coronavirus, what it means for you, what it means for your Medicare and kind of give my, share my thoughts of it. I've, I've talked about it briefly on an episode we did last Monday about how Medicare is going to cover the coronavirus and the new billing codes that have come out and so on and so forth. Not going to be talking so much about that today, folks. If this is your first time tuning in today, uh, my name is Christian Brindle. I'm your host, and every single week, me and my organization, Christian Brindle Insurance Services, bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement Folks, um, last night, my wife and I were watching a documentary, and I trust trust me on this. I'm going somewhere with this. It kind of ties into the, the the topic that I want to talk about. But my wife and I were watching a documentary called Leaving Neverland. Has anybody heard of that documentary? It's a documentary about um, little boys that were invited to stay and live temporarily, and kind of travel all over the country temporarily with Michael Jackson in the in the in the mid eighties to early nineties, some I think that was the time frame. I mean, it's a two part docuseries when we watch the first part, but you know, it was incredibly um, disturbing. It was incredibly um, difficult to watch as a father. And my wife, you know, turns over to me and she's like, why are we watching this? And I had to ask myself, I'm like, I I don't know. I can't really give you a a clear-cut answer, and I think the reason behind it is um, people's eyeballs are glued to controversy um, and car wrecks. Wouldn't you agree? Not maybe a little literal car wreck, but probably literal as well. Because if you've ever been driving on the freeway or the road and seen a car wreck, you've noticed that the car is backed up and it's not even blocked. The wreck might not even be blocking the intersection and everybody's just slowing down to, to take a peek. And that's why what slows down the traffic. Um, that's a real problem I feel in our country today. And the reason why I bring it up is because you cannot turn on the news. You cannot go on social media. You cannot go on um, even this podcast. I mean, I I have actually been trying not to discuss the coronavirus, um, COVID-19 virus, as much as possible, but I feel like with everything that's going on in the world, basically exploding, um, that it's something that we needed to discuss, um, and kind of talk about what we know and what we don't know and what's true and what's not true and what you need to know about it for people on Medicare. So it's obviously probably a bigger deal than a lot of us thought it might be, wouldn't you agree? Um, I would say it's a much bigger deal than I thought it would be. Now, at the time of recording this, there's been about five people in my home state diagnosed with coronavirus. Not a huge number. It's not New York or Washington or anything like that. We have not yet to have any deaths at the time of me speaking to you about this and recording this episode. And I'm very thankful for that. But, of course, you know, many of you may know, you know, um, two of our players for the Utah Jazz, uh, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, if you're a sports fan, were diagnosed with the coronavirus Uh, earlier in the week last week Um, and because of this they suspended the entire NBA season until further notice Um, there's talks that they might not even finish the season if you're not a sports fan that's fine I'm not talking about sports but what this means for you is obviously there is a lot of fear and panic and hysteria surrounding the coronavirus Um, we've been trying to do as many of our our meetings with clients and appointments virtually just because people are afraid to kind of leave their homes or have anybody come to their homes or come to us or whatever the case might be. Um, So we've started to do more and more virtual appointments. Now people are still coming in to see me, but it's a significant amount less than it was maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, Let's talk about what we do know. I think it's safe to say that what we do know is coronavirus symptoms, a lot of times, come across as kind of a pretty severe cold. Is that fair to say? Um, my office sent an email out, an email blast to every person that's a client of ours, um, last Thursday evening. And, um, if you're not a client of ours, you didn't get it. Or maybe if you're not on our ma- emailing list, not every client that's of ours is, in, is on our emailing list. Cause maybe we don't have your email address or whatever the case might be. If you'd like to get on our email address, um, newsletter, we typically don't send out too many. We probably send out one a month, if not one every couple of months. Um, but And if you're a client of ours and you're listening to this and you'd like to be on the newsletter, feel free to shoot me an email and let me know. I'm happy to get you added. But but my point is, you know, I must have gotten 40, 50 emails in the last week about the coronavirus, what to do, what not to do. And I'm, not, I'm no different. My company sent one out too. So I'm sure if you're listening to this and you got one R our email as well, you're probably like, oh my gosh, Christian's sending it out too? Um, but we got pretty much positive feedback for passing on the information. What we do know about the coronavirus, folks, and this is kind of why I wanted to talk with you about this today, is it affects the elderly probably the most, from my understanding, from everything I've ever heard about it. Now, I mean, there's still a lot we don't know about the virus. They're testing it, They're they're they're, they're trying to understand it, so I'm sure... Um, an array of new information is going to continue to circulate as we know more, but it appears to me, from everything I've been able to dig up, that the coronavirus affects seniors probably more than any other group of people, people over the age of 60, um, also people with respiratory problems such as asthma and things like that, and you know maybe people that aren't necessarily healthy, Of course, but as far as from an age demographic goes, it seems to impact people over the age of 60 more than anybody else, and this is kind of why I want to talk to you about this because a majority of our audience, folks, is over the age of 60. A majority of our audience are people on Medicare or about to be on Medicare, Um, so this is important. You know, I worry about my parents. My, my, My father is 67 years old. My mother is 70, you know. I mean, my mother's in very good health. My dad's in relatively good health, I suppose. Um, but when you hear things like that, you get scared for your loved ones and possibly for people that you may know and also for yourself if you're involved into that category. Um, and I worry about our clients. You know, I don't want to see anybody suffer because of this. And so today I just wanted to talk a little bit about what you can do, what's real and what's not real based on what we know today at the time of recording this. Um... And kind of what you should be doing, I mean, in a lot of states, they shut down the school district. They shut down school districts here in Utah, in my area, in the Salt Lake area. Um, we had scheduled to do several um, educational Medicare events at, you know, a couple of different assisted living facilities here in the area. They all had to be um, canceled until further notice because the communities have gone into lockdown. Nobody in or nobody out. You know. Um, so obviously... People are making preparations. I mean, if you've been to the stores in the last week or so and tried to get water, you probably haven't been able to. Um, the only place I was able to find water particularly was at Macy's. And that's because nobody shops at Macy's compared to Walmart and Target and all these other big stores, Amazon through the mail, et cetera, et cetera. But I was able to find water at Macy's. But even at Macy's, I was able, to, I, I couldn't find some other things that I needed. You know, they were clean out. And then You know, the things that I've noticed that people have kind of gone through have been bottled water, toilet paper, um, cold and flu medicine, disinfectant wipes, like uh, Clorox disinfectant wipes, and hand sanitizer. Those things specifically, you cannot find them anywhere and you're lucky if you can. You know, we've been, um... We've been looking for it, um, just because we wanted to have a little bit on supply. And I think that's what everybody's kind of wanted to do. But am I buying three years worth of supplies? No, just buying a few things, you know, and that's what I believe everybody should do. I don't necessarily think that this is going to be something that drags on and on and on. Obviously, you know, if you've, if you've been paying attention to this very much, you know, on this last week on Friday, um, the president an issue, issued a, a national emergency um the world health organization di- um, basically came out and said that this is a pandemic um let's talk about the facts about the coronavirus and kind of what you can do about it what you need to do what we've been told um don't go anywhere i've take a break when i come back in segment two we'll we'll have a we'll have a little bit of an intimate talk about this don't go anywhere folks Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Let's talk coronavirus. Is it interesting to you or not that Corona beer sales have plummeted since this started? I mean, I don't think there's too many people out there that actually believe that the coronavirus is being caused by Corona beer. I'm sure there are some, unfortunately, that actually think that. But it's interesting how, you know, just the name recognition in and of itself, um, you know, causes a beer brand that has no relation other than the name to kind of plummet. Very, very interesting. Um, And I guess just people have a negative connotation to the the term and the name and so on and so forth. But folks, let's talk about what we do know. So at the time of recording this, there are approximately a little bit over 5,000 deaths from the coronavirus. There have been probably 130 to 140,000 people um, that have been diagnosed with the coronavirus worldwide okay um, so basically at the time of recording this here's what we got Washington in our in our country has the most cases they have 510 with 37 deaths New York has 421 with zero deaths California has 314 with four deaths Massachusetts has 123 with no deaths, Colorado 77 with one death, Florida with 71 and three deaths, Texas with 51 and no deaths, New Jersey with 51 and one death, and so on and so forth. And like I mentioned in my home state in Utah at the time at the moment, there's only um, five five confirmed cases. So here's what we do know. A lot of people are being encouraged not to get tested unless they really feel like they need it. So, chances are, um, from everything that we've been told, the virus can take anywhere between, I think I think what I heard was about 10 to 14 days to start getting symptoms. Um, don't kill me if I'm off on that, but it's not quickly, right? It takes a little bit of time, and but you can have the virus and feel perfectly fine for maybe a week or so before you start feeling any symptoms. How many people are walking around right now that haven't had their symptoms diagnosed, that haven't felt anything yet? since this is a virus that just typically takes its time to kind of impact you before you feel like you have it and you really feel like you did even know if you have it. Um, how many people are walking around with the virus that don't even know they have the virus? They're not documented because they're not confirmed cases. They haven't been diagnosed yet. How many people have not have had symptoms that are not going in because they just think it's a cold or they just think it's a flu or something like that. And they're going to nurse it on their own. Now, Keep that being said, the pe- out of people that have had this virus, 97 to 98% of people live, they recover. It's not like this virus is swine flu, H1N1, which killed an, an unbelievable amount of more people. In our country, no less. Um, in a very shortened amount of time as well. Um and so This disease, this virus doesn't appear to be a huge killer. It seems to impact the elderly more than anything else. But um, the symptoms people are having, of course, are fever, cough, shortness of breath, those kind of things. From my understanding and everything I've heard, runny nose, that kind of stuff, not really a symptom of coronavirus, okay? Um, In the next coming weeks... We will probably see more and more things locked down as more and more cases become confirmed. I mean, we all know about the famous people that have come down with it. At the time of recording this, Charles Barkley has been under self-quarantine and awaiting you know, test results. So of course, I mentioned the Utah Jazz players. Um, and then, you know, Tom Hanks has been diagnosed with his wife in Australia. Um, I mean, this is something that, if you're not careful, can impact you in a negative way. And I think, you know, our audience is probably at the highest risk of anybody to not be able to come out ahead on this kind of stuff. So here's what I wanted to tell you. And I'm sure you've heard it a million times, but practice good hygiene, wash your hands, drink plenty of fluids. Um, just be careful. Don't go to, don't go out in public with large groups, you know, yada, 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 the same things that you've already heard. But it's something that I felt like we needed to talk about, get on in the open. Um, I, I believe, folks, in my heart of hearts, that this is something that will um blow over at some point. Okay. I do not think um this is something that you know really is going to linger on and on and on, but it could go on for a m- number of months. I just we just don't really know at this point. Um but I'm encouraged to know that the virus number one, hasn't impacted that many people in our country as of yet, with all things considered. I mean, we have have just under 400 million people in the United States of America, and it looks like we have, you know, maybe under 2,000 cases, but that 2,000 can turn to 20,000, and that 20,000 can turn to 50,000. That 50,000 can turn to 150,000. So that's what we need to prevent. If you feel like you're sick, stay home. Do not go out. Um... But of course, if you feel like you're sick, get tested so you can get the proper treatment, et cetera, et cetera. If you need to be quarantined in a hospital, um, the medical professionals can be able to make that call, folks. But just be safe out there. Be careful. There's a lot we don't know. You know, do I think this is just a hoax? No, not necessarily. Do I think it's maybe being overblown? Maybe a little bit. Maybe. But what do I know? You know, am I a doctor? No! I'm not a doctor. I'm not you know, anything of that sort. Um, but it's something that we need to be aware of. We need to have a conversation about. This is not something that I was dying to talk to you about because I, you know, I'm sure you're getting enough of it on the news 24-7. But when something of this magnitude happens that impacts our our, our audience, but also my own personal clients, something we need to have a conversation about, folks. As always, thank you so much for taking some time and listening to me today. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and any episode we've ever done in the past, um, please do us a favor, drop us a five-star review on any of Apple Podcast or Stitcher Podcast. Say something nice you like about the show. It helps us reach more people just like you who need to hear our message. Stay safe out there. Um and folks, there's no there's never been a better time to make sure your Medicare plan is is um up to date. You have the best thing you can possibly get. If you live in the states of Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Texas, South Carolina, Virginia, Florida, and soon to be California, again, that's Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Texas, South Carolina, Virginia, and Florida, and soon to be California. Um, Give my office a call. We're happy to compare your plan. Just make sure you can't do anything, you can't get anything better at the moment. Our office number is 801 255 5340. 801 255 5340. Um, As always, folks, I love spending time with you. We'll be back with another episode on Wednesday. Take care.